You know what that sound means? It's another episode of Game for a Movie, where we ask, are you game for a movie? I am Mike, joined by... Andre. Jill. Oh, I almost got you. I thought we were going to... Yeah, okay. All right. No, what, what, you, you. What, what, what's we wrong? We didn't even what's talk wrong? about how to the order of that. Yeah, we, we didn't. Did we, we did didn't. we mess it up or what? No, I yeah, think How could we mess up what was not planned? I, right. I, I think we're good. We're just riffing. Names right, were great. said. I thought yeah. we did a great job. Cool. Yeah. I just thought I would get you. I was trying to get you. That's <laughs> you really what it was. Just no, I was just trying to catch you off guard. That's okay. what was happening. Gotcha. Well, I'm ready for anything. Oh, are yeah. you? Yeah. Are you ready for anything? All uh-huh. right, then what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a grapefruit sparkling water from Whole Foods. Ooh, grapefruit sparkling water. Jill? I am drinking a passion fruit green bubble tea from Kung Fu Tea. I guess this is an ad not sponsored now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not sponsored. uh, You know, it's refreshing. It's got boba. I like ignore the minions that are on the packaging. Yeah, right. It's it's filthy with minions. Of course. Oh, my gosh. But at least I get to stab the eye. To yes. get my straw you have to that. commit eye violence to get into the boba tea oh on a minion. So and I feel nothing as I plunge it in there. So yep. <laughs> I just learned a lot about you, Jill. Just cold blooded. <laughs> Absolutely very, cold blooded. Yeah, we we are we are this is not a minion household. Yeah. <laughs> not a minion household. It is definitely not. Well, I guess I'll hold down the fort with the alcohol because I am alcohol. Yay. Um I have from Vermont zero gravity power suit. Uh, obviously, you guys can't see it. I was about it to say, it is getting green screen right screened now. Beyond I'm belief. sure it's wow. a very lovely camera. Power suit, not leisure suit? It is power suit. It has like old school. Um, like, like, it looks like common Rider stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's it's As soon as I saw the can design, I was like, I, I need this. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Awesome. It, it is a, it's a Dippa? No, it's a uh, just an Ippa. Um, but yeah, a tropical hop trifecta of flavor. Hmm. It says unleashing a tropical. How is it? You enjoying it? Uh, it's very good. This is actually my third of the four pack. Um, it's good. Uh, and like, I can't say anything bad about it, but it's just that, you know, it's okay. middle of the road. You see it, you grab it. You're just like, I know what I'm getting with this. So it's good. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for it. You know, good to have in the fridge. Exactly. It's at the new. Um, so we have a new liquor store down the road. Oh, you do? I do. And it's honestly awesome. Yeah. Um, we walked in and it's just like this little place. But when I tell you they have walls and walls of booze, they have walls and walls of booze. Do you think I could get bougie ass rum there? Like, <laughs> nice, say, like expensive, but like, you know, like you remember when I was like, it was like a, like last year, I was super pumped to find that denizen rum. I need another yeah. bottle of that. I think, I think they could have that. Have Maybe. Um, I'm willing to look for you because I need beer soon anyway. Um. But yeah, so that place is awesome. Uh, highly recommend it. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I just know where it is. It's one of those places like you just know where it is. You don't know the name of it, but you're like, it's right there around the corner. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so we have talked about our drinks. Yes. Let's talk about some TV That's and right. movies. We're going, we're going, we're, we're stretching the definition a little bit here today on the media yeah. we consume. Game for a TV show. All right. Am game I, for is, a series. Game for yeah, a series. Game okay. for a series. We're yeah. All right, Chooms, Jack in. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna chat about uh, cyberpunk edge runners. Nerd. 
Sorry, uh, I, I haven't even heard of it yet. So nerd, you haven't you haven't heard of it. Oh, yet you haven't heard of it? I haven't heard of this at all. But I see Giancarlo Esposito, and now yeah, you got Giancarlo me. Giancarlo Esposito is in there. Is, it's is by the there. same anime studio, Studio Trigger, who did Gurren Lagann. Uh, um, well, the same staff that worked out. You know, Gainax did Gurren Lagann, and then people from Studio Gainax left and made their own. Studio well, I thought Trigger did. It was the same studio no. that did Gurren Lagann. Okay. No. And it's the bones of the people yes. who did Garen Lagan. That is correct. Studio Trigger's big anime. They they have a bunch of them, but their big anime is like Kill la Kill, okay. uh, The Witch Academia. Yeah. Um, their most recent big movie was Promare. That was a little more. Well, either either way, this is like a well known. Studio Trigger is like a well known anime studio. If you're in anime, you you're familiar with Trigger, and their works are pretty popular and yeah. very stylistic. Okay. Um, so Cyberpunk Edge Runners is a ten episode miniseries based off of the cyberpunk uh universe Property. yeah like well, well so it's like okay it's like ba- so it's based off of the game which is right. based off of the tabletop well you know um, okay tabletop game right yeah there's um, a lot of layers yeah, yeah yeah uh so basically this 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 uh anime has kind of taken the nerd world by storm i feel like in my, okay. my social circles at least insofar as it's kind of redeemed cyberpunk 2077 as a product in a weird nerd. way hey <laughs> don't knock until you try it man yeah I'm, exactly. oh, I'm, you guys take this as offensive i'm just calling you a nerd <laughs> well i mean you're not wrong yeah, um right <laughs> either way so so i guess mike like zooming out a little bit like were you how familiar are you with cyberpunk 2077 like the video game so i know of it um i never actually played it i was kind of waiting to see um i know it was project cd red cd project red yeah CD same guys project red. Yeah. yeah i had the letters right just in the yeah, wrong yeah, order yeah. just a, yeah you know oh. yeah what the soundtrack opening theme is by Franz Ferdinand? It's yeah, yeah. Really so the, yeah, the opening is is yeah, this fire by Franz Ferdinand. The whole it's, soundtrack okay. is so far pretty good. Yeah, just watch the intro honest. and you'll get an idea of like how stylized it is. You know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. This this show just oozes style. It's it's definitely um definitely very over the top. Um, okay. And it, so with, I guess circling back, CD Pro, or the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, huge video game that came yes. out at the end of twenty twenty. Um, kind of this the notorious for coming out in an unfinished state, super buggy, super massive disappointment. This is supposed to be the future GTA game, right? Yeah. Like this is supposed to be GTA, but 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 sci-fi. Yeah. Like, and people have like are hyping this up to be the next GTA, and it was definitely not that. <laughs> and there's a lot of controversy <laughs> around that. There was around yeah. What I they knew- promised versus what they delivered, yada yada yada. All this is to say, there's been a dark dark cloud over Cyberpunk 2077 as a franchise. Yeah. Um, and this is kind this anime coming out is kind of like a perfect storm because they've been steadily working on the video game, do, fixing, doing a bunch of bug fixes. It's in a stable state now, adding on to it, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, this show has kind of garnered a lot of goodwill and a lot of people are kind of jumping back into the video nice. game and realizing, oh, hey, for what this is, this is a fun game. You and know? What, I, what I've heard is they're fixing the video game. So it's not like it's like a train wreck anymore. Yeah, no, it's right. it's kind of getting the um, oh, it's No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Yes, that's yes. exactly I know what, exactly I was gonna say. what yep. you're going to compare it to. Yes, exactly. Um, and Andre's actually been playing, started playing the video game. Yeah, this yeah. this show was successful in that oh, I, I, I got the video. I, like, like I noticed they, they tied it perfectly. I, know, I looked on Steam. It was on sale for 30 bucks. And I was like, oh, OK, fine. I'll try. Uh, it, you know? Yeah, OK. So yep, that makes now sense. Keanu Reeves is inside my head talking trash to me. And I yeah, it's all great. 
Um, uh, what, what was the whole thing when he was there? Uh, you're breathtaking. No, you're breathtaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Um, <laughs> anyways, so about the actual flipping show. Uh, so Cyberpunk Headrunners uh, takes place in Night City. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like the quintessential setting for both the game and the show. Love, uh, love that name. Night, Night City. Yeah, it's, you know, hyper stylized, near yeah. future thing. Blade Runner as like kind of like a template for it, right? Yeah, okay. Blade Runner, Akira. But Akira, yeah, exactly. Like, but turned all the way up to eleven in terms of just ridiculousness. Like, it's just they. It's it's kind of like a world where corporate greed has taken completely taken over, and everybody has just given into their hedonistic desires. If that makes sense. I just want one of these days personal greed instead of corporate greed. Like just once. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, just once. Um. So yeah, it's definitely very (laughs) cynical, very tough, very like on the nose commentary about our you know society and our and, and capitalism at mm-hmm. large whatever you know it, it, this is like a world where like everybody has cybernetic enhancements you know some people are more chrome than 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 flesh at this point you know okay mm-hmm. um uh, you get you get cybernetic like limb enhancements by going to what's called a ripper dock where they literally mm-hmm. like you just bring a bring a part to you that's like this thing's gonna supposed to go in my spine you're gonna attach it to me and rip it and and just merge it into me like okay cool and you just yeah. do that for money did um, we mention that this thing is incredibly gory? There's so yes. much blood. Okay. Yes. The show great. is incredibly gory and incredibly sexual. Like it's super uh, horny is not the right word for it's it. It's horny. Yeah, I guess no, it's horny. horny. Right? It's horny. It's horny. Yeah. It's, it's horny. Yeah. I mean, it's this not is a not, hentai by any means. Yeah. No. Like, it, this this movie's thirsty. This is not judgment on this any movie, this anime. The show's no, yeah. thirsty. But, Finish your thought, Mike. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, this is not judgment on any anime, but they all have at least a little bit of horn. Like oh, a yes. little yes. bit of horny. Yes. yes. For the just, most part, yeah, just, I agree with that. Yeah. But this is like, I would say the horniness here is in line with also the video game. You know what I mean? The video game okay. is also very horny, and that's just a Polish video game, right? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it, there's there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of violence, a lot of gore, a lot of, a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely not for kids. Don't want, don't show this show to your kids. This is not okay. <laughs> definitely not going to show up on the kids version of Netflix. I mean, no. it says TVMA. <laughs> yes. Yep. Don't, TVMA. don't, don't. Yeah. And they're milking that for all it's worth. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it's, it just does a really well, really solid job of kind of showing you this world and through the perspective of like a young, uh, I guess, teenager, right? David Martinez. He's kind of, yeah, he's teenager. kind of okay. like shown as this street kid who whose mom is trying to get him through the super prestigious like Arasaka Academy Arasaka being the main corporation that controls most of Night City so like okay. you know he's growing up in the streets but he's attending school to super high prestigious like prep school almost right okay. and long story short he finds himself in a situation where he needs to essentially breaking bad's not the right word for it but like you know he needs to hit the streets and start you know getting 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 work through the underbelly of society and so he kind of falls in street this, smart yes and he kind of stumbles into this super awesome um spinal cord uh extension uh like what we call it sand devastan which yeah, is sand devastan it's a military grade cybernetic enhancement that lets you basically go like the flash for a few seconds right like where oh. he just instantaneously moves around basically that's the plot mcguffin that kind of thrusts him into the cyberpunk like role as in like you know a, a mercenary for hire living in the yeah. society and it's just kind of following the adventures of the edge runners gang that he kind of, you know, pals up with full of different okay. personalities, different styles. And it's, you know, we're a uh, full disclosure. We're 10, it's 10 episodes. We're, we're halfway through. Yeah. And it's just a really solid 
vibe <laughs> you know okay. it's it's like it'll change tones on a dime where it'll be kind of like this kind of buddy buddy kind of lovable cast of characters and then all of a sudden extreme violence or stuff breaks out and it kind of just it keeps you on your toes and then it'll yeah. suddenly shift to this really serene really cool like moon dance sequence that's like i don't know it does a really good job okay. of flipping and shifting shifting through tones and it's okay. kind of kind of taps into why this kind of cyberpunk setting is so interesting to people i feel like yeah and it's kind of you know retroactively revitalized interest in what used to be a pretty busted game so it's kind of a cool story <laughs> you know? what used um, to be a busted game yeah <laughs> okay okay interesting um I, I gotta say like i had minor interest in the game and then when everything was going wrong and everything like that um because i do like the idea of this world and everything yeah this might be the way to get in. Yeah, and I yes. think okay. it did that for a lot of people. You play the game to know to watch the show. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't remember if Andre mentioned it, but like around the same time that the show came out, the game was put on sale for thirty dollars. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, sorry, yeah, they knew I what they that. were doing. So well, like, they, yeah, exactly, they were very aware that like, oh, this would be a really good time to make it more affordable, and well, it worked. Mm-hmm. And they've gone through this before because you know, obviously, they kind of had the same brain synergy with The Witcher Netflix show because the right. stu- same studio, same game studio worked on The Witcher video games, right? Yeah. And so Witcher Three saw its peak player count after the Netflix show came out. By that point, Witcher Three was like a five-year-old game, right? And didn't they release a like? Uh, I'm not. I'm, they Boy, released that they released some like in-game items from the Netflix show. Like you can, okay. you can basically wear the Henry Cavill like Geralt outfit in gotcha. which really yes. Uh I was they gonna say the there was extra thing. DLC on there. Yes. They've also done the same thing with Edge Runners. You can get David Martinez's like coat in oh, nice. um, Cyberpunk 2077 now. Yeah. Um everything's yeah. connected. Exactly. No, they they know like CD Project Red has kind of seen the 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 dollar signs on this one, and so yeah. Uh, now Cyberpunk has had its highest player count on Steam, which is insane. So that that is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. I would say definitely definitely check out the 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 anime. I would say okay. Like try yeah, few- start with the opening. That's yeah. really, I agree with Andre. That's a great place to start to kind of get a sense of what you're about to watch. And I mean, yes. Franz Ferdinand. How yeah. Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um. And you know, I would say. Two episodes. Give it two episodes before you're okay. like, is this for me? Is this not for me? That's I always what you got to do with TV. Yeah, you got to yeah. be like, a little generous. Exactly. You can't just run on the pilot because they have so much information to dump on you. Yes. That yes. If you give it one episode, you're going to hate every TV show ever, except for maybe like one or two. Yep. Uh, I will say that, like, they definitely, like, lead into, like, the made-up um, slang <laughs> for Cyberpunk, okay. you know? Like, I called you a choom, which is, like, basically, like, the word for buddy, pal. Uh, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they will just throw out these words, and you'll just have to be like, I don't know I'm what that not means. I'm buddy. Yeah, they call everything <laughs> Preem, Super Nova and Preem just means cool. Like, Preem is, like, premium. Like, oh, like, Preem ride, dude. Like, oh, man, that's so Nova. Like, they will just say that. And I love how corny it is because it is very, like, it's very earnest in its, in its slang. Mike looks like he's very pained right now. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> they but they sell it though. They sell yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a fun show uh, right now. I mean, I don't I don't want to give it a definitive rating because we haven't finished it yet. It could yeah. just dive in the latter half. But right now, that is it is a solid um, four net runners out of five. Nice. Wow. Nice. I agree okay. with that. Okay. Jill, you have a uh, a new movie for us. You. You know, 29 years after it came onto the scene in the summer of 1993, (laughs) at long last, the fans can rejoice because Hocus Pocus 2 has landed on Disney Plus. Yay! Yay. And it's, you know, 
I'll just I'll just start it off. It is exactly what you think it's going to be on the tin. Yeah. I appreciate that this movie did not try to play fast and loose with what it was going to do with the plot. It knew that they had the, the original Sanderson sisters back, Bette Midler, Sarah, and Jessica Parker, and Kathy and Jeannie, yeah. and they put them right up front. This movie does not waste time getting them back from the dead. I mean, um, the tagline is, we're back, witches. Yep, basically. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, there's, there's a, there's, <laughs> There's only so much I can say because I don't want to spoil too much of the plot. Bro, I mean, um, I feel like the plot was just like. Yeah, but that's, that, that's the, plot, the other like, side that, of the coin here for, is I right? don't want to spoil the plot, but there's also not a lot of plot. Yeah, um, I will say I saw the last half of it and I felt like I the last half I got home while Claire was watching it, just jumped in and said, basically, oh, OK, cool. I know what's happening. Yeah. Sanderson so, sisters are back. Yeah, yeah the Sanders right. Sanderson sisters are brought back. Um, the movie actually does a great job with its opening because it starts in the past, um, okay. allegedly 10 years before Thackeray Banks and his sister died slash turned into a cat. Um, okay. I don't know if I believe that, but yeah, right. that's what I the movie think, wants you to think that Winifred says. was only 26 yeah, if when you do she the, died. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. When did, wait, I'm sorry. When did, um, when did uh, Thackeray Banks get, get killed? 18, uh, not 18, 1693. Three or okay, something. Okay, okay. I have an addendum to make. I apparently okay. Misread. You were very upset about this last. I night. yeah, I know. I apparently probably misread it. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article now. the The opening intro for Hocus Pocus Two is in 1653, so that's 40 years difference. That makes much more sense. Okay, that makes okay. way more sense because you're like, yeah. wait, this it starts in eight in 1686. So she was only tw- Bette Midler allegedly in 1993, allegedly. 26 years old. Big yeah. wink right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So it starts. The the film starts with actually focusing on the young Sanderson sisters. And when I say young, I mean like teenagers. Oh, and they're supposed to be we, 16, I believe. Yeah, they're supposed to be 16 if they're okay. all actually the same age. And we get to find out how they became witches. And the the reason that they became witches is mm-hmm. because everybody's favorite uh, soccer club owner, um, Hannah, Hannah Waddingham, Winningham. Yeah. Okay. She oh, is... okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just like, wait, there's soccer in this? Oh, I got <laughs> That's you. right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> UFC Richmond. Uh, got it. All right. Yeah. AFC Richmond. AFC Richmond. AFC Richmond. Yep. Um, they existed in Salem. Yep. Yeah. All right. She is she's <laughs> so the quote unquote mother witch. She okay. gives them she gives them book. Good old boo book. And um, that is how they become wait, witches. One more time? And <laughs> boo <laughs> nice i uh you gotta um, have the octave change i just i just gotta make sure i had that recorded right because i was interrupting for a second <laughs> yeah, no worries <laughs> so like i said she gives them the book that's how they become witches and then it jumps mm-hmm. forward to present day and we meet our new main characters they're three um high school girls it's one of them 16th birthday they have a ritual where they go off to the woods and they do a little circle and some wiccan pagan things but one of them has a new boyfriend so there's some uh, oh. divisions there and you kind of can guess where the plot goes and how the Sanderson sisters get brought back. Or um, what? What? Yeah, that one. Yep. What? <laughs> nope. You're correct. What? 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 Huh? what? Who said orgy? What? Orgy. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah, totally. In a, in a Disney movie. In a an Disney orgy. Movie. <laughs> um, and like I said, the movie, it, 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 within the first 15 minutes, the Sanderson sisters are back. They're singing. They're doing a whole bunch of callbacks to the original movie. They okay. use they do the book joke with like the sing song call for it multiple times because yes. they know exactly what they had. Yeah, um, I got that one. <laughs> with yeah. This. 
And the rest of the movie is the girls trying to run away from the witch, from the Sanderson sisters, the Sanderson sisters trying to accomplish what their goals are. I appreciate that this is not a reach, a complete retread of the original film. Yeah. Um, they got Doug Jones back as Billy Butcherson. Yes. And um, he and Sam Richardson, who plays the character Gilbert, if you've seen ap- the after party on Apple TV, he played or Mike uh, and Dave need wedding dates. Oh, he's in that? Yeah, he's the husband. Oh, I've never actually seen that, but I oh. really liked him in uh, uh, The After Party. So yeah. I yes. was very yep. happy to see him in things. Yeah. Um, anyway. He, he is very good. And I saw him in it and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, he's going right. to be in the new Velma show. He's going to be shaggy. Yes, he is. He's going to be shaggy? Yeah, he's going to be shaggy. Wasn't that... he, man? Oh, isn't are they calling him by his dead name, Norville, in that Norville, show? Norville, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that show, that, but, I'm really, yeah. I'm really worried about that show. Well, like the Scooby trailer. Scooby's not even in it. They said, yeah, like, yeah. Well, they, they said that they couldn't, they couldn't get him. That's not my problem and everything. I, I feel like they're checking so many boxes. They have a black Shaggy. They have Velma's a lesbian. They have, you know, and it's just uh, Daphne also might be bi. Okay, yeah, but I just feel like they're checking boxes for checking boxes, not actually like doing justice to the character. I trust mini kaling yeah I mean, too. we'll see it'll, we'll be, see. it'll probably I, be I, funny like i'm just the thing that i make raises my eyebrow it's like we're gonna do a scooby-doo show but like i don't know we couldn't Scooby-Doo. fit the dog in there like yeah, that's right. the part that's raised we don't have the budget people. like okay like what are we doing here then like mm-hmm. what what's what, what do you got here you know like it would be like i don't know whatever we're, we're so off topic guys i <laughs> can't wait yeah. until simu lu is playing fred jones <laughs> that would be awesome that would be amazing uh, actually that would make my day actually yeah. <laughs> so as i was saying before we got off the velma sidetrack here uh sam richardson is in there he plays a magic shop owner named gilbert he okay. and doug jones is billy butcherson they have a like cute little subplot that i loved they would be good um, in a buddy comedy yeah, those two were no, kind of fun together the the most disappointing thing to me is the way that this movie looked Um, And it's a combination of two things. One, they had this weird ass filter on this movie the entire time to give it a, you know, an aesthetic. It looks like a filter you could add on from Instagram. And then the other thing is that it looks like a Disney Channel original movie, not Mm. a movie movie. Like I'm not expecting expecting it to look like War of the Rings, but (laughs) it it looks like a made for TV movie. Does the first one look like that too, though? No, that one looks like a film. Yeah, right. And no, it was also so, shot on film, so. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, that there, going there, there's that. It's not, it's not like the first one has, like, these amazing special effects, but no, I mean, like, it is, it, Jill absolutely hits the nail on the head. This is, like, the classic, like, straight-to-streaming budget yeah. kind of cinematography mm-hmm. that you kind of know. It's like, okay, this is kind of made on the cheap. Got but, it. like, you know, if you're showing up to this movie because you have fond memories of Hocus Pocus, the first one, the first Hocus Pocus, you're mm-hmm. going to have a fun time. I think you're going to walk out of it probably feeling like you don't need to see it again yeah um i know this does not like i'm happy it exists good for all the actresses coming back and you know especially from like seeing sarah sarah jessica parker like actually look like she was having a good time yeah right a thing i didn't know i needed um so it's nice to see that but it doesn't it's not replacing the first one i still have that I don't think I'll come back to this because I need the next chapter. On the other hand, if you did not grow up watching Hocus Pocus and this is your first entry point, I think you could just jump in here and it'd be fine. You would, Hmm. things would go over your head. So you wouldn't understand what these callbacks are, but they're subtle enough. Yeah. And then 
I don't don't quote me on this because it might mm-hmm. not happen. The film could spin off into another franchise that has nothing right. to do with the Sanderson sisters, but more on the three present day characters because okay. of how their story goes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, spooky things are in Disney. Uh, Disney uh, Plus is going to have a Goosebumps series somewhere down the line. Um uh people like scary things we're having that revival like yeah give me my are you afraid of the dark so the story the stories that they could tell with these present day characters these girls Mm -hmm. there's a there's a hole in their programming for something like this that would slot in very very nicely um i don't know if that's what they were thinking or if this was an indirect backdoor pilot for that series right um all three of the Sanderson sisters actresses have said that they would come back for a third one if they could make it work. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. They, they like they like to do this. Yeah. Um, but it's not a hard requirement for them. Right. But you know, I. It's a lot of makeup and stuff, but other than that, I mean. Yeah. No. As in, it's like they don't need to be bribed back with with a lot of money to do it. I think they yeah. like being these characters enough that if they had a good script in their hands that justified why they're in it they they probably would be game and it is a game i see what you did there <laughs> uh it, it is a good like character too like all three of them i say character because i really have them as one real character like mm-hmm. they all have their different personalities and everything but as the sanderson sisters it's not as it's winnie as you know like yeah it's the unit is a character yeah and I will say that this film does a good job of kind of giving Sarah and Mary, um, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Nijini, respectively, mm-hmm. a little bit more to do and flesh them out a bit. Yeah. But, you know, I also could just very much see Dizzy execs looking at the film and saying like, hey, those three present day girls, Becca, Izzy and Kathy, I, I could see stories. I see those dollar signs. So time will tell on that one. Yeah, exactly. Dollar bill, y'all. Um, dollar, dollar bill. But, you know, I don't know. This was not almost two hours that i regret this was i'm happy i've seen it yeah we're still gonna watch the original one this e- right yeah yeah right um, at the end of the day and... am i was i upset this movie exists no yeah. if I, am I do i ever want to see it again also no yeah and yeah okay. I'll, I'll, I'll close by saying that this while they didn't there was some callbacks i wish they did do mm-hmm. they did keep some of that like adult humor that was littered throughout the first one okay. not as not raunchy isn't the right word but not as like pushing the envelope like the way they, the bus they, had, driver they had a does. virgin joke yeah, pretty right. early on that it was pretty funny yeah yeah, yeah okay. this, the, the humor in this was still pretty good and i mean there still needs I to laughed. be a I, I got a couple it. laughs out of it, it yes, got a couple laughs, laughs out of me yeah yep. so wow. the orgy did not happen because they needed a virgin got yes, it that's exactly that's right. the reason yes. yep yep <laughs> otherwise you know yeah it's the so black it's the black flame you know yeah exactly uh when do they go to the halloween town when does that happen <laughs> <laughs> halloween town five yeah because they've really been the, that many jesus yeah because there's halloween town one two and then they had the one the third one which is where the last one that had the main original actress she brings the kids from halloween town to the human world and then okay. halloween town four is a completely different actress who goes to college okay so that's what you do and yeah. it's that's just bad although um uh not angela lansbury um maybe it was angela no no not angela lansbury Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, Debbie Reynolds um, was uh, in the original two. And then possibly, no, and she's in the third one. Okay. She 
it's not she's not in it but mm-hmm. um oh she is in it yep because i'm okay. looking at the return to halloween town poster return right now it's a horrible logo um anyway <laughs> <laughs> i i just oh ends in college just... it's bad don't watch the last two watch the first two Ugh. On I it. just immediately think of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas when you say Halloween Town. Like I'm just yeah, thinking right. it's the Kingdom Hearts level or whatever, you know. The Kingdom I mean, Hearts level. Did you realize there was Kingdom a movie, Hearts right? Two <laughs> yeah, of course. The Halloween yeah. Town yeah. two plot, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah. Uh. Okay. On a out of five, I will give Hocus Pocus two three out of five Roombas. Okay, mm. Roombas. Mm. I got mm. how you get there. Mm. All right. Well, we got one more movie to discuss. Uh, we are going to take a quick break, though, because we have to get those breaks in. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break and come back on the other side with another movie. I'll uh, see you then. And we are back with Game for a Movie. Uh, we've got one more movie to discuss. Um, it is Spooky Season. And if you didn't know, I have been watching iconic horror characters. Uh, I had you guys vote. This is what I've been watching. I've been putting it on our letterboxed. Um, we do have a letterbox, guys. I don't know if I ever told you that. Yeah. I, yeah, I can get you to log in for that if you need, so you can start reviewing on there too. If you, that would be a good call. Yeah, yeah. If you ever feel any interest, um, so I'll send that stuff your way. Um, so iconic horror characters. So I kind of thought, okay, what can I watch that's kind of newer that has an iconic horror character? Hellraiser just came out on Hulu as of Friday, I believe, mm. which, yeah, was yesterday as of this recording. Um, so I watched it day one. Wow. Okay, um, Hellraiser, if you don't know, is a series that has been going on way too long. <laughs> Ouch. It has. Well, it has. I mean, what they, was the, fir- the first one was like mid 80s, right? Yeah. The first, mo- first movie was 87, I believe. Okay. If I yeah. remember correctly. And then, Cla- a story based on my cl- off of uh, by Cl- Clive Barker. Clive Barker. Yep, exactly. Um, yes, the first one was 87. Um, this series, if you're familiar with it, Lots of deformity, lots of blood, lots of body um, horror. horror, exactly. Um, especially with characters like Pinhead, um, Pinhead. Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Um, I can't remember what the woman one is called. I'm trying to remember as well. Um, and you can't say the woman one anymore because this is a change for Pinhead. Pinhead oh. was played by a woman this time. Gender oh, swap. I like that. Yes. The Weeper and the gasp and the sphix are the other ones that I can see here. Sorry, chatterbox is actually the chattering, but I call him chatterbox. There's also chatterbox. butterball. Butterball. Yes, butterball. Butterball's not in this one actually. Uh, according to Oh, no, sorry, I thought you meant the first the original. The oh, first no one, butterball? yes. No butterball in this one. Oh, sad. Sad. Yeah. So, um it's funny as well because this year was the first time I ever watched a single Hellraiser movie. Really? I had, I had never seen it before. Um, I still I still haven't seen any Hellraisers. Yeah. The so. first? Okay. I like the first two. Just just saying. The second the one is, is actually better than the first one, in my opinion. And I think both were great. Um, if you have time, well worth the watch. Um, of course it's older, so you don't expect like the most amazing. Oh my god, movie. there's eleven of these goddamn movies. Yeah, I told you it's been a, going they, on way they, too they, long. They really yeah. uh, put it on the directed uh, vhs circuit yeah, yeah. exactly after a yes point. yeah there there are a ton of these um so this is a complete rebrand of the series um it, it's a different director it's still based on clive barker and you can definitely tell there's some love um it, it's not like it's uh 
Sorry, I'm also looking up the movies because I just want to see how many. Yeah, uh, Hellraiser the Judgment was made? the last one in 2018. Oh my god! Hellraiser Hell World. I remember uh, seeing an ad for that on like a, another DVD I had, and it looked miserable. Jesus, <laughs> oh, no. they put out two in one year. Yeah, exactly. Hellraiser Debtor and Hellraiser Hell World were really Debtor. The they yep. named Debtor. it Debtor. Debtor. Yep. More dead. More oh dead. God. More dead, dead harder. I mean, dead they, harder. They, they were probably very cheap to make yes. after a certain point. Oh, I'm sure. And I mean, so. the, what you can see from these, besides like the costumes and stuff like that, or like the look, um, it the is very cheap. original was made for $1 million. That is so inexpensive. I can't believe that. Which one? The original, the 1987 oh, yeah. one was made for $1 million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry (laughs) you're good so if you don't know anything about hellraiser uh basically there's always a puzzle box Hmm. and if you solve this puzzle box you bring the cenobites to earth the cenobites are those characters that look deformed like they're they're missing skin in places and then of course there's the leader of the cenobites uh pinhead okay um which i actually think in this movie they called her the priest that's a twist yeah so i don't know if they're I'm for it because hearing the name Pinhead doesn't bring any fear into my heart. Um, But basically the main part of this, there's a, uh, there's two real parts to it. Um, So the beginning, there's this guy Voight who uh, sends his secretary to pick up the puzzle box. And basically what Voight is doing is sacrificing people so that if, if you sacrifice, I think it's seven people, um, you get a reward is what the idea is. The rewards are, um, I don't remember all of them, but the, the two big ones to remember are Resurrection and Leviathan. Okay. Um, basically, Voight gets to, gets to this reward and then he disappears for the other half of the movie. Um, he does come back later and through happenstance and everything like that. Um, so now it's kind of flash forward a little bit. And this girl, Riley, who is a recovering drug addict, because of course, um, she finds the puzzle box. And her boyfriend, Trevor, is the one that kind of put her on this path and everything. Um, and she realizes as she solves the puzzle box, this blade keeps popping up. And the blade, once it gets your blood, you're the target for the Cenobites. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first, she doesn't think anything of it. And her brother accidentally cuts his hand. And he disappears without her knowing what's happening. And because she was on a drug trip, she doesn't remember anything. Um then it gets to other points. So basically she keeps solving the puzzle box. It changes form and gets the next victim, next victim, next victim, um, whoever gets the blood and everything and trying to figure out, she wants to get to the reward when she finds out about it so that she can resurrect her brother. But how does she do that without killing somebody or how does she do that without hurting anybody that's the whole point of it. Um, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, I'm just laying the bare bones. Um, there's a lot more that happens in it 
Um, so I highly recommend it. Uh, I think David Bruckner is the um, director. And then one of the writers, um, so the writers are Ben Collins, Luke Piotrowski, and David S. Goyer. David S. Goyer is the one I wanted to talk about. He's written for uh, Dark City, was one of his writings, and Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, and probably The Dark Knight Rises too, but it's not in his top four. Um, he also has written for Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, he wrote for The Sandman, and he uh, was the creator of that show as well. And so it's, I'm just keep naming all these things because it's very obvious his pull on this. He's very like dark, supernatural, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so this very much makes sense. Um, the two things I wanted to talk about most with this is the gender swap. Mm-hmm. They don't address it at all, which is great. It's, it's a whole different world. This is Pinhead has always been a woman in this world. Okay, got it. So there's no like, but there's no like canon, like combination, whatever. This is just a totally new. Yeah, in the original series, there is like an explanation as to how Pinhead became Pinhead. Yeah. But this seems like if, like, I'm guessing she looks like Pinhead, but it might, you you said she's called the priest. The priest, So she might just be a whole other character that also happens to have the pins in there because that is an iconic component of the Hellraiser visually franchise. Yeah. And and like the, you got the chatterer. You got like everybody's still the same except for Butterball's not in it. Um, yeah, right, exactly. But you you still see all of them and everything. Um, and like they do say the line, "Greater delights await." We wish to see you proceed. You know that. Do they sit? Do they say lament configuration? I believe so. Yes, that sounds right. They do. Thing? They do definitely say a lot of configuration quotes because um, okay. they they call it the reward leviathan configuration or the um resurrection configuration Mm. um and the box does all these different configurations as well you have to get through all the configurations to get to your reward um it's very interesting um and then the other thing i wanted to say is going back to this check boxes thing the brother and the other main character colin are gay lovers oh but I do not feel like it was a checked box. I don't feel like it was. Didn't seem forced. It didn't seem forced. Exactly. It's just part of the story. Exactly. And it gave another person to care about uh, Matt's, the brother's name. It gave another character to care about Matt. So Colin was willing to go with Riley through a lot of this. Colin's the gay lover was willing to go with Riley for a lot of this because she said we can resurrect him. And so I like that because truly it did not feel like, oh, we're just throwing this in there because, you know, everybody loves the gay agenda now and that kind of sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. You know, and I hate to say that, but that's kind of what movies do. Um, but this one didn't feel forced. And so, yeah. Um, I have a question about the visuals. Was there a lot of practical effects used yes. in this? Okay, yes, good. Yes, 100%. And then it's a hallmark uh, of the originals. Exactly. Yes, it is a ton of practical effects. Um, there's not very much CGI. Um, yeah, it, it was very well done. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, comparing it, because again, all I've seen is Hellraiser, Hellraiser 2, and then this one, Hellraiser 2022. Um, I would say this is above the original for me. Hmm. And oh, wow. Okay. That's being said, 
that Hellraiser 2 was better than Hellraiser 1. Mm. Um, I would say, but all three are great. I highly recommend any of them. Um, this one, it has some lulls, so I don't want to hold against it, but there are some lulls where it's just kind of like, okay, why isn't anybody doing anything? Just just kill the people. You're you're <laughs> you're monologuing. Stop it. <laughs> um, Get on with it. Exactly. Um, but there's plenty of cannon fodder. There's plenty of um, centibytes. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I would say probably I'll go three and a half out of five configurations. Cool. There you go. <laughs> like on the spooky yeah. scale, like how scary is it? Like not. Like, nah. Really? No. Just, yeah, yeah the original's not even that scary. It's I, have, no. I have graphic. no reference. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. It didn't yeah, sound it, like it was a jump scare fest. It was just more of like a creepy vibe, you know? It's, it's graphic. Creep, it's creepy yeah. and it's gory. Yeah. And, gory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I won't even say, like, it's not even creepy in the fact that I watched this at two in the morning. I didn't have any problems going to sleep, you know? Oh, like, sure, sure, sure. But, it's like, not, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, not hereditary. Like <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's not going to keep you up at night. Um, It says horror mystery thriller on the imdb page i would say more so mystery thriller yeah really yeah because horror i mean they're definitely horror elements don't get me wrong i'm not gonna say it's not a horror movie but it's really more of a thriller in my mind than anything else because they lay out everything you know exactly what they need to do and it's just a matter of does this person survive or does this person not survive pretty much yeah you know and that's every horror movie ever but it's thriller more so and the fact that they get into situations that are not that scary but you know are creepy the trevor and um uh riley are pinned down at one point uh up against like this gate and the chatterer is there just yeah with the you teeth. know yeah with the teeth and like trying to like bite at them and get through and everything and that it's not scary it's just Okay, what's gonna happen? Huh? Oh, huh. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. get him. Don't get him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think the original is worth seeing for, for mm-hmm. if those are listening who have not seen it. Okay. Um, just you know, if you have, if you have a, if your stomach is not one for gore, um, and body horror. Yes. Neither of these is going to change your mind on that. Nope. Um, but if I anything, agree with Mike. Big. They're not yeah. scary. They're just unsettling in in the way that um i was gonna say like saw because i don't think saws are scary saw is a scary franchise no it's very yeah i would agree with that i they find themselves in traps and they have to do self-harm mutilation to get out yeah those are going to be gory yeah so i would i would agree with that it's a it's a good comparison yeah the first one is so hokey though like this it's campy yeah yeah (laughs) uncle frank anybody (laughs) Oh my god, the blood Frank. That's so gross. <laughs> it is it is very gross. I, blood Frank is one of my favorite characters though from the whole series that I've seen. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> yeah, he's I creepy. like the, the the her stepmother. Okay. Um, yeah. The uh, the other villain character that's not a Cenobite. Yeah. Um, and and there are other uh villains in this besides the Cenobites. And I think that's always been the point of these series. Um, the Cenobites are going to do their thing and everything like that, but they are essentially controlled by the puzzle box and the blood. There mm. needs to be somebody really pulling the strings to 
um make them out yeah exactly so yeah i but yeah i thought it was very good um i was happy with it um i would probably watch more if they made another one um they definitely could do something with it i don't know what but they could do something with it um yeah they left the door open so it's anything can happen plus there's a fun little scene where they make a Cenobite from scratch and yeah. you get to see that whole process. Oh, uh-huh. it's, it's gruesome, but it's awesome actually. <laughs> so yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I kind of want to, I kind of want to talk about the Mario trailer and the second. Oh, okay. Let's talk about us. the Mario trailer. Time. Yeah. If we have time. Just real quick. I mean, yeah, I don't let's know. talk about it, it real was, quick. Yeah. It was a teaser, so we don't really have much to talk about, but and it's the second best trailer of the day that was released that day. What, what was this released that day? Uh, Violent Nights, which I sent to you guys in the chat. Um, I did not watch it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> oh, oh. It Is it like Silent Night, the horror movie that they remade? <laughs> but like not. <laughs> basically what oh, this there it is, is okay yeah uh basically what this is is there is um these people led by john leguizamo <laughs> for whatever reason they break into this house um to steal all their money because they're very rich uh and this little girl is talking with santa claus and just wants her family to be safe and because she's on the nice list santa claus obliges and it's David Harbour as Santa Claus. Oh, and that's wow. why he's Santa Claus. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize it was this was the movie. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And okay. it, it's like a killing spree. It's made by the same people that did Bullet Train and John Wick. Like and nobody, which is the and uh, nobody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob oh, yeah, Kirk yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's it looks ridiculous. And yeah, it released the same it. day as the Mario trailer, and I was like, this is the trailer. This is. <laughs> Yeah, no, it looks fun. I will watch it with audio on once we're done with this podcast. <laughs> you really um, don't need to. I mean, you can kind of. I get know. The I'm getting. A, I'm getting a pretty good vibe right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. This goddamn Mario trailer, guys. Like. Mario. What What did you think about it? Did thumbs up, thumbs down? I think it was a a nice steady thumbs up until you know the last thirty seconds when the man himself appeared, and then it kind of became the oh, it's just Chris Pratt. Yeah, it's Chris just Pratt Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I, I don't want to. I don't want to gatekeep because uh, I think gatekeeping is one of the shittiest things you could do. You know, I think mm-hmm. any, Mario is one of the most accessible IPs in the world. I'm not going to say no, but you're not. You're not a true Mario fan. That's one of the dumbest sentences ever, or whatever. Yeah, I don't believe Chris Pratt actually played uh, a lot of Mario growing up. <laughs> I don't either. Not- I don't either. They had like yeah. a little for the for context. They had like a little stinger with Jack Black and Chris Pratt, like just talking about their roles. Yeah, like right a lean they in. Aired the teaser, and like Chris Pratt paused for just a bit too long of a beat <laughs> when he said, "Like, and I grew. I spent hours stomping Koopas. You know what Koopas. I mean? Like, I just. I feel imagine- like he was gonna say Goombas, and that's oh. why he had to stop himself. Well, right, maybe I don't know. I'm just imagining somebody like holding like a key card like behind his <laughs> phone, being like, "It's Koopa, read Koopa." Um, and he doesn't like again. You don't have to whatever. I don't think we don't have much to work off of because yeah, like, exactly. he literally Caesar. has like, one like, line like, of dialogue. He, yeah, with the um, nature of these characters, you're going to have to lend a lot of your own pers- per- persona. Yeah, onto them because hey, yo, it's talk. me, Mario. Yeah, right. But, it, you know, that aside, it looks great. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, um, who knew uh, Illumination, um, the people behind the minions actually had it in them to make a good looking film? Yes. They don't like I 
the the, the minions the once me, again the minions um i think they did maybe they don't do sing um the grinch movie like they look good this looks great there is a there's a this is a level up they have this looks it is like illumination that does sing <laughs> i didn't need okay. to look it up sorry i didn't uh, need to look it up yeah but um, no, it looks great. Jack Black's Bowser is Dude, awesome. Jack Black's Bowser sounds great. I, sounds great, and that. I know he's gonna have yeah. a musical moment. I saw that somewhere. Yeah. So oh I'm God. like, yeah, Tenacious B, let's go. I mean, Tenacious again, B. only a few lines, but it sounded like a lot of like he was having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. They like yeah. made Bowser's jawline look like Jack Black's in yeah. a weird way. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. did a good job it's of that. It's very. You yeah. can see Jack Black in the character. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and I'm here for that. That sounds like a lot of fun. He also um, only said like two lines, but I'm here for Keegan Michael Key's Toad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think no, he the, gets, to- the Toad I think voice was good. Yes. I'm happy they they did something to it to make it sound closer, like what. Yeah, toad I w- I'm, I'm glad like. it's not just uh, not. Ju- I'm glad it's not just his voice. You know what I mean? That's what I was worried it was gonna be. <laughs> okay, friends, yeah. what is the tagline for this movie? What do you mean? What's the tagline? According like, to do, IMDb, we, do we have one? A tagline for this movie. Right Am I guessing it or? Yeah, guessing it. Do you have it in front of you? Like, yes, I do. Oh, okay, we're gonna okay. one I, like, I it'll, wanna, it, like it something then, with yeah. one up i don't know <laughs> um okay uh ooh, that's hard how do you how do you market this how do you, what's what's the what's the it's not let's go that's too easy um it might be let's go <laughs> um uh, yeah i don't even know <laughs> yeah um some maybe is there a level up put in there Nope. Please don't. Okay, cool. No level with like fine. the power star. Yeah. Nope. Okay, give me the give me the tag. Yeah, what is it? It's, it's let's go. <laughs> is it actually? It's let's go. <laughs> it's the tagline. Wow. Sure. They, they have two. Actually, they have two taglines written here. Let's go and okie dokie. Okie dokie. Okay, that that's funny. Thank I mean, you so Nintendo much for watching my movie. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo right. has obviously had a a hand in making this. This was yeah. not here's the rights do whatever yeah. um yeah so i think no, nintendo is being absolutely draconian yeah. with this shit I i'm think sure they're yeah. gonna make sure that whatever the end product is even if it is not the greatest the best animated movie of the year yeah it's gonna at least honor mario yeah. i think like that, the, uh, the the original this this movie was in production long before sonic was even announced as a movie i think yeah right. seven but, years but, in production. but they are definitely looking at the success sonic one yeah. and two had and that the in theaters they're like okay like that's the bar it's so we it's can, interesting we can right? make a like, universe off of this so this yes. one just needs a hit yeah, well, because yeah. Nintendo has been kind of pretty famously, like, up until uh, recent years, they've been pretty, like, very protective of their IPs. They don't do a lot of collaborations because of, obviously, the disaster that was the live-action Mario movie, uh, Mario Bros. movie in the early 90s, and also the Philips CDI, those all those janky-ass, like, yes. Zelda Mario games. Yep. That was them making a deal with Philips, and they just were like, okay, you gave us a shit ton of money, so we'll let you do whatever you want, and whatever they wanted was really bad garbage that is memed to this day. And it says black stain on those, uh, yeah. those IPs. So that's it's why like... Nintendo, I'm sure, is very, very, very involved with this movie. And Jill, you suggested we watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. I did. For the I haven't seen it in I'm really down a while. for that, honestly. I, I am too. It. I honestly think this is, yeah, let, let's do it. It's cause... not good. Like, I mean, it's not. besides the fact you obviously know it's not good, it's just my, my, my most, like, the last time I watched it was in college, and I would just say it's joyless. Yeah, because it's such an insult to like what 
in well, the it was original just nobody, property is. Nobody, nobody played the video game, or maybe it was no, somebody. Somebody played it. One of the screen, one of the many screenwriters played uh-huh. it for one day. Yeah, and was like, okay. This I've got enough. this. We're going to take it, the Dino Dinotopolis. In, in fairness to them, right? This came out probably like what? When Super Mario Brothers 3 was out. So like we had a handful of NES games that were hu- super popular, but it still wasn't the level of like, there wasn't Mario Kart yet. There wasn't Mario Golf. No, there wasn't. He's, still. There, the, I shared that um, in our yeah, group chat. <laughs> I shared an article um, from grantland.com. It was written in 2013. It's by mm-hmm. Karina Longworth. Oh, Karina Longworth. It's You must remember this. It's the... Karina Longworth, she does a podcast. You must remember this. It's a great one. In, okay. in, in 2013, she wrote an article called um, Hollywood Archaeology, the Super Mario Bros. movie, Unearthing a Major Disaster to Learn the Lessons Held Within. And okay. in that article, she does a really great job of kind of tracking the, the, the thread line of how this movie was made. And hmm. again and again and again, what comes back to it always is they just didn't it's either they didn't besides the fact that they didn't know or understand what the, the ip was yeah they either did not care because it was a kids movie and all you need is kids to show up and it'll be a success obviously because kids right. have no opinions and can be entertained by a thing of jingling keys or yeah. they thought that they could improve upon this ip by injecting it with things that are just so holy on mario Mm-hmm. And that would be enough to sate, satiate the audiences because Sheesh. it would be not high yeah. class cinema per se, but it would right. be something else. Yeah. And it's just, it's so misguided. Yeah. And I like that the article posits that because this movie came out two weeks before Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. oh there God. could have been a timeline where Jurassic Park was the flop. And the Super Mario movie bro- movie yeah. was the the blockbuster. Wow, I didn't even and think it's about a that, movie yeah. franchise instead of a game franchise. Yeah, know? I know. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, who? What? We could right. be playing the shitty movie adaptation, a shitty video game adaptation of the Mario Brothers. Yeah, movie. with Mario Mario yeah. and yeah. Luigi Mario. Wow, <laughs> holy shit, that's wild. Oh, we need to watch this. We do. Right. I'm excited for it. That's probably yeah. It's, okay, that on needs our priority to happen. list. That yeah. needs to happen. Yeah. All right. Well, friends, that'll do it for this episode of Game for a Movie. I've been your host, Mike, joined by. It's a me, Andre. It's a me, a Jill. Yeah, I put I put I put more mustard on that than Chris Pratt did in the trailer. <laughs> All right. Hey so... guys, I'm Chris Pratt. <laughs> Game gonna... for a movie. Here we come. Well, I was just gonna say, we're about to leave, so here we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, you should find like a little sound bite of like them hitting like the one up or something to put it like the stinger at the end of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Okie dokie. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.